but also all around us, there are other groups in every language on earth, in Arabic, and Hebrew, uh, Chinese, uh, German, Spanish people. It was so incredible that we saw the actual fulfillment of those Old Testament prophecies of all the nations gathering in Jerusalem. And do you know who they're celebrating? They're celebrating Yeshua, Jesus. And they're not looking back to the Ark of the Covenant. They're looking forward to Jesus Christ. So right there, we're, we're seeing the fulfillment right now, unprecedented, of Old and New Testament prophecies. This is Charisma Connection. I'm Chris Johnson. In this final episode of our series on the Presbyterian Reformed Ministries International, we'll talk prophecy, revival, and the Holy Spirit. Some big topics, but that's what PRMI is all about. And if you're not familiar with PRMI, it's a Presbyterian-based group that we have uh, been talking to through Brad Long, their executive director, and Reverend Martin Boardman, uh, who's from Canada, and he's the prayer mobilizer at PRMI. And they've been focusing on the worldwide movement of the Holy Spirit since back in 1966. So, Brad and Martin, welcome back to Charisma Connection. Thanks, Chris. Amen. Great to be here. Thank you. It's wonderful great. to be back with you. Thank you. Well, great to have you. Now, Brad, could you walk us through some of what you're seeing in a significant move of the Holy Spirit these days, and how that might even tie into a great revival. Uh, yes, we are really, really in an exciting time. Uh, it's a dangerous time, but it's also a very uh, exciting time, and that we're convinced that we are at the beginning of, and already in the midst of, a global move of the Holy Spirit. And many people see this as the possibly the great end times revival that will be the prelude to the fulfillment of the Great Commission and Jesus Christ returning and the fulfillment of Old Testament prophecy and New Testament prophecy as well. Uh, Chris, let me just tell you one, one situation we see, we actually see these prophecies being fulfilled. I would love to um, hear that. Well, this isn't just this isn't just me making up stuff. We're seeing it. We're seeing it. <laughs> no, actually I believe happen. you. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, if you go read uh, the prophecies given in Jeremiah three seventeen, mm-hmm. um, this this talks about actually starts in Jeremiah three sixteen. This talks about how Israel is going to be restored. How there's going to be a great population increase in the land. And, and all about how all nations are going to gather there in Jerusalem to honor the Lord's name, um, and, and, and how Judea and, and Israel, uh, Judah and Israel will be united. And the thing is, is that this is actually happening. Mm-hmm. We are seeing it happen. And um, last year, uh, a, a team of us was at the Garden Tomb in Jerusalem. Um, where uh, many believe it's the place where Jesus was uh, buried and then was raised from the dead. And I believe it really is. But what was so exciting about that is that our team, we celebrated the uh, communion, 
and we had a, a messianic rabbi with us. We had several from China. Uh, we had some people from Britain. We had uh, people from Canada. And we were there celebrating the Lord's Supper, celebrating Jesus' resurrection in Hebrew, in Chinese, in nice British English, American English, Canadian English, but also all around us, there are other groups in every language on earth, in Arabic and Hebrew, uh, Chinese, uh, German, Spanish people. It was so incredible that we saw the actual fulfillment of those Old Testament prophecies of all the nations gathering in Jerusalem. And do you know who they're celebrating? They're celebrating Yeshua, Jesus. And they're not looking back to the Ark of the Covenant. They're looking forward to Jesus Christ. So right there, we're, we're seeing the fulfillment right now, unprecedented, of Old and New Testament prophecies. And all of this is coming from this great wave of the Holy Spirit. That must have been a beautiful experience. Oh, I've never forgotten it. Mm. <laughs> and we saw it. We saw it with our own eyes, how mm-hmm. Jesus is fulfilling uh, these great prophecies and and there's a and what's so exciting to us being part of this global move of the holy spirit is we're seeing these waves of the holy spirit that actually started back 2000 years ago at pentecost well they're now reconverging they're coming back into jerusalem the epicenter of Old Testament and New Testament prophecy. Hmm. And so we're seeing it actually happen in front before us right now. And this move of the Holy Spirit and our prayer work is part of the fulfillment of those Old Testament prophecies. Because prophecy is, sometimes it's a prediction, but Hmm. most of the time, prophecy is an invitation to Hmm. come and join with God in shaping the future. And we're so that's why we're called into this because God depends on our prayers to carry out His His will and fulfill His vision. Well, that's a wonderful way to look at it as an invitation. Yes, I think that's a little different than a lot of us think of prophecy. We think of them as sort of things that are going to automatically happen, uh, mm-hmm. and it's true. God is sovereign; He will work out His purposes, but within His sovereignty. He has made room for the prayers of God's people. And our prayers are the essential ingredient that he's chosen to work through then to accomplish his purposes. Mm-hmm. Now, in the meantime, while all of this prophecy is being fulfilled, the evil one is not just sitting on his laurels. Uh, <laughs> believers have to, right. have to really engage in warfare against <laughs> Satan in all of this. <laughs> right. You like well, that and, picture, and, huh? <laughs> yes, yes. Well, well, the, well the, 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 the sitting on his laurels. Well, yes, that's that's a very good image. Uh, uh, but no, he's not. And the the interesting thing here is is that the the fun part of the intercessory prayer work that we have is praying, "Thy kingdom come," is praying, "Come, Holy Spirit, come and move." That's really one critical part of it. But the other part of it is having to deal with, with Satan's counterattacks. Because, see, Satan is responding to what God's doing. But one of the things that we've learned, maybe I'll let Martin tell him about the discernment principle that we've learned recently. 
is so important. Yeah, what we have, what we've seen is that oftentimes we look at what the enemy is doing and are focused on on that, but really, uh, what we what we see is the enemy is responding to what God is doing already. So we need to be looking beyond what we see see the enemy responding to to recognize there is a move of God that is that is happening that the enemy is responding to often negatively and we see that in scripture there's times where the holy spirit moves especially in the church of, in the book of acts you see the holy spirit moving and then immediately there's a response and often that response is greatly exaggerated um over what had happened that's mm-hmm. something and immediately everybody wants to kill him um and it just that and we see there that the enemy is at work, um, just seeking to block um, and hinder the gospel uh, gospel's advancement. So that's really helped to shift uh, sometimes that process of discernment to be looking. Okay, what is the what is the Lord doing that we can cooperate with Him in praying the advancement of the kingdom? Uh, not just okay. We need to pray against what the enemy is doing. There's a positive nature to prayer, not just a negative nature. Right. Absolutely. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Well, so the question becomes, you know, that look what we can ask. Well, what's God doing in the world today? For instance, what's he what's he doing through President Trump, the election of President Trump? Mm-hmm. Um, and I tell you what, uh, uh, Stephen Strang, the editor of, of Charisma, has written a great some great books on this. But what we see is, is I mean, there's some very decisive things that the Lord is doing through the Trump administration, like moving the the uh, embassy, American embassy, to Jerusalem, like mm-hmm. affirming the sanctity of life, like upholding our Judeo-Christian faith and values. Uh, which are the foundations of Western culture and of our United States that are embodied in the Declaration of Independence and our Constitution. He's doing that through appointing originalist judges to the Supreme Court and other other courts. So what we're finding is, is that God is at work in the world today. And and this isn't playing politics. This this is beyond politics. This is what God is doing to advance his purposes. And our role is to pray into all that. For instance, when uh, uh, I heard that President Trump was going to speak at the pro-life, the March for Life, well, the Lord had a group of us intercessors praying for him, praying that he would be anointed to speak, praying he'd be protected. And if you watch that, that video of him, or if you were there, the Holy Spirit was really on him. He was speaking, not just as a politician. I believe he was speaking prophetically um, into that, encouraging that movement of pro-life. any rate, Satan doesn't like any of this. And so we're facing some major counterattacks. And God is certainly using people in other countries as well. Uh, could you speak to that, yeah. Martin? Yes, certainly. I mean, we, we're seeing it's not just the... United States that's experiencing this. We're seeing it um, around the world. There's the, the spirit is moving. For example, in Turkey, we, we see the spirit is really moving there. And as a result of that, you saw that uh, 
was imprisoned. Not because really the bottom line was he was imprisoned because the and the enemy didn't like that. So it you are speaking bonded. of Andrew Brunson, and and uh, if people read Charisma, then uh, they will know that he was on the cover of our November 2019 issue. If people want to look that up to learn more, and yeah, the Andrew same thing. Yes, and and we were a part of the work of prayer uh, that really saw him released. Uh, let me just quickly illustrate that uh, as we were called into the gap, it, it, uh, praying for Andrew, um, uh, we were um, formed a cohort. That's a special team that's doing this work of an accessory prayer. And there are some decisive points when every time he would have a court hearing, uh, our pastor was there, our senator from North Carolina was there. But we were in the gap, backing them up. We were praying for them. Mm-hmm. And in the midst of all this, um, uh, Martin received what I believe was a word of, God, of uh, a word of knowledge, giving us clear guidance as to how to pray. Martin, could you share that vision that you received? Yes, certainly. Um, as I was praying one morning for Andrew, um, the picture that the Lord gave me was of a large fortress. And Andrew was um, kind of imprisoned in a, in a small tower in that fortress with a small little uh, slit of a window. And, and the Lord was, was saying, yet a lot of the prayer is focused on this small window to try and release Andrew instead of being focused gate um, of fortress that needs to be broken down so that the gospel can completely go through and enter into the country of Turkey. And that really helped us understand that, yeah, it, it was no, it's not Andrew that we were praying, but it really was for Turkey and for the gospel going into Turkey. That that was where the prayer needed to be focused upon. Mm-hmm, because well, as most that, people know, Turkey focus. is a Muslim country for, in large part. Yes. Although yes. I believe they it, have a secular government, but yes. They are supposed to, but they're mm-hmm. headed more and more toward radical Islam. Mm-hmm. But, but what's so exciting about that is that that's the combination of both a word of knowledge, but also a prophetic word mm-hmm. in the role of prophecy you see in guiding us as to how to pray, because remember the principle, prophecy is not just a prediction of the future, it's the invitation to shape the future. Mm. So that, that vision, that I think it was a prophetic vision that Martin received, guided us then to pray that into reality. And we did. Um, now we were joined, we joined the millions of people all over the world. And when I went to China, uh, people were praying for Andrew. I went to Israel. They were praying for, for, for Andrew. Mm-hmm. This was a global movement of God praying for the release of Pastor Andrew. Well, he was released uh, yes. by miraculous circumstances. But the other thing that's happened is that we've continued to pray for this move of God taking place in Turkey, a move of the gospel, uh, through the, and breaking down the gates of Islam. Well, a few weeks ago, I met with Andrew, and he said, look, that, this is happening. 
he's receiving word that there is indeed a move of God taking place among the Turks, bringing them to faith in Jesus Christ. People, oh, this wonderful. is so exciting what the Lord's doing. Yes, yes. And as God is using PRMI, Presbyterian Reformed Ministries International, we want to know how we can all get involved. How can we take part as one of the army of intercessors that is involved with your movement? Well, uh, thank you for asking. Um, that I believe that there, there are several different ways, actually three ways uh, that people can be involved. I think the first thing is is uh, to really uh, study, to learn about it, uh, to learn how God is working, um, to call intercessors, and what are the tactics of intercession. And uh, the way that I learned these principles uh, was I went back and studied the Bible, of course, where you go back to those great stories of how God has worked. Uh, for instance, with the Battle of the Amalekites, where you had uh, Moses and Aaron and Hur up on the mountain and, and uh, Joshua down in the valley uh, fighting it out. And, and from that, we learn a lot of important principles. Uh, but then also, I've looked at the great intercessors in history. For instance, Rees Howes. Mm-hmm. Um, the great intercessor uh, the, the, who had the Bible College of Wales during the 1930s, who was, you know, called into the gap to bind Hitler. And there's a very famous story about how the intercession was taking place during the Battle of Dunkirk. Oh, this is so incredible what God was doing. But there, there are certain principles that emerge out of these great stories that the Lord is calling us to apply. And to help us do that, I've written two books um, mm-hmm. on contemporary battles uh, uh, of so One was the uh, prayer battle to elect uh, uh, Trump uh, to be president. The other is a book on uh, the battles to confirm Kavanaugh. And, mm-hmm. and these these books provide you really firsthand accounts of how intercessory prayer functions at this level. So, so that's one, one level, uh, one way to, to, to learn and to grow. So what other uh, practical Martin, ways we can get uh, reading the books so we understand the prayer movements and why they're important in those particular issues? Martin, do you have some other options? Yes, certainly. We have our Discerning the Times website um, that really is a great place to connect to, to find out more information and certainly to sign up for our newsletter that that goes out um, about. uh, And there you find um, a number of things. There's um, the information that you need to be able to really engage in the battle, the discernment process that we're going through to understand what the Lord is doing and then also how the enemy's responding and some of the prayer tactics that we can bring in to, to really be effective in prayer in those areas. There's also teaching resources there to help you in that growing in that understanding of what does intercession look like? What is high level spiritual warfare all about? Um, and a of course, all that uh, teaching is free because we're a faith-based ministry. We just ask for a donation to help us to continue doing the work that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then through that, you join this. You can join this global network of intercessors who are praying. 
And oftentimes intercessors can feel really alone and isolated. Um, but as we join together, there's a place where we can share discernment. There's a place to be encouraged. It's a place to pray for one another, too, uh, just as we continue to press in to what God is calling us to do. And, and Martin, wouldn't you say it's a good place for people like me who has have strange experiences of getting caught up in the heavenlies, you know, and <laughs> and have experiences sometimes we don't know what to do with? <laughs> and yeah, this oh, becomes oh, a place definitely. where where we yeah. can really <laughs> help each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have we have groups of, of just people just like you, Brad, that that <laughs> oftentimes don't know what to do with it. They're seeing pictures or seeing what's happening, and they need other people to come alongside because <laughs> they see it, but they need a, a word of wisdom to be able to help interpret what's taking place, which it's, it's still in line with what God is doing, and then formulate the prayer strategy because often they can feel pretty isolated in their uh, churches and congregations. Yes, coming together is really important to support each other in these uh, in this prayer movement. Now, Brad, I understand you have a bit of a prophetic picture for us. Um, I do, and there are some other ways that people can join. One is through our events and so forth. But let me just share with you a, an image that I've been getting throughout our conversation. Hmm. And um, it is that, first, there's this incredible move of the Holy Spirit taking place. Uh, there are great waves of the Holy Spirit that are moving toward the, the Great Commission. And the vanguard of those waves is are the intercessors. Um, and what I see happening is, is, is Jesus calling us into that. But, but, but the image I keep getting is, remember those army recruitment posters uh, from uh, World War II and afterwards where you had a picture of Uncle Sam um, pointing his finger at you and saying, I want you. Now, I'm not sure what they were doing in the United Kingdom, uh, <laughs> but if, in America, it was Uncle Sam uh, yes. pointing his finger and saying, I want you uh, to come and join the army. Well, as we're doing this, I'm getting these pictures of it's it's not Uncle Sam. It's Jesus Christ. It's Jesus Christ in glory. It's it's Jesus Christ like how Joshua met the commander of the Lord's armies just before the Battle of Jericho. Mm -hmm. And remembering that great story, Joshua meets this stranger and he says, uh, whose side are you on? Are you on for us or are you for our adversaries? And the person answers, neither. And suddenly Joshua realizes, wait a minute. He says, neither. I am the commander of the Lord's armies. Well, that's what happened to me. I see, I got recruited by Jesus. He, he did, you know, just like Josh, I met him as the commander of the Lord's armies. Uh, and he said to me, point his finger, just like, just like Uncle Sam <laughs> pointing to that recruitment poster. But the word is, I'm calling you. I'm calling you to be a part of this great move of prayer that's advancing the kingdom of God. And I believe that Jesus Christ is calling many, many, many of us all over the world 
to be a part of this great move of the Holy Spirit that is sustained by and and enabled by the intercessors and spiritual warriors. So if the Lord's speaking to you, saying, come, come, follow me, come and be an intercessor, I, we hope, I believe it's critical that you say yes, uh, because Jesus really does depend on us and our prayers because he's decided to work through the intercessors to advance his kingdom on earth. It's time to sign up. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> uh, and we hear from the prayer mobilizer up there in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yes. would, would you like to, to pray us out of our three-part series here? Uh, it's, it's just a shame that we're concluding, but um, we've, we've shared so many good things about what God is doing through PRMI and how he is recruiting this army of intercessors. Could, could one of you pray us out today, or both of you? Uh, could I start, Martin, and then you end? Yeah. Okay. Jesus, good, we praise you. We thank you. We give you all the glory. And I pray, O oh Lord, that you'll anoint us with your Holy Spirit, speak to us, and call us, and prepare us uh, to be a part of the extraordinary move of your Holy Spirit that's taking place right now to defeat demonic strongholds, but most of all, to advance your gospel to the ends of the earth. And Lord, we thank you that, that you call us and use us to be a part of what you are doing in the world today. And we pray that you would speak to many people about joining in this army of intercession that will create really waves of intercession around the world to bring transformation and to advance your kingdom for your glory and for your name, we pray. And we ask all this. In the precious and powerful name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Yes, we do. Amen. So uh, your website is where people can get more of these ideas for how they can get involved, more resources, and we have two different ones to share. One is prmi.org, and they can learn more about the broader organization there. And then the Discerning the Times website, which is discernwith.us, discern with us. So thank you so much for joining us, both of you, for this three-part series. It's been a delight to get to know you and to get to know what God is doing through the Presbyterian Reformed Ministries International. And we thank you. Thank you. Uh, this has been so much fun to do this and a real joy to get to know you and to be sharing together yeah, really in, this, in this great work. It's been wonderful. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Thank you it's both. great to work with others who are filled with the Spirit and listening to Jesus Amen. and moving in this together. It is wonderful. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. You. Well, I'm Chris Johnson, and I've been your host for this three-part series. We hope you'll go back and listen to the other two for uh, PRMI and learn to discern the times with them. Thank you for joining us here on Charisma Connection, and be sure to check out cpnshows.com for our other 
shows that we keep on adding. Believe me, the network is really growing, and there's some great content there. And you can also learn about how to listen to Charisma Magazine on audio instead of reading it. Like we mentioned about Andrew Brunson, you may want to go back and listen to that particular uh, issue. So that's at cpnshows.com. Just look for Charisma Audio and sign up to listen in the spirit today. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible. <laughs>